Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because your future matters. saving and we're navigating how to choose the best savings account or accounts. We're focusing on what savings account is best for you. And we're really talking about simple savings. So why is this important? Why is it important to put energy into choosing the best savings account or accounts for you? And what I mean by putting energy to it into it is like putting energy into it now And making sure it's just done right. So it's not something you have to think about. Yes, there's going to be times when you're going to have to readdress it or come back to it or call your current bank and ask questions about um, yield and interest rates. And, you know, if you're in the right savings product, that kind of thing. But to where you can set it and feel safe that it's working for you and makes sense for you at this time. So One thing is that the clock is ticking for all of us, right? And we're not talking about retirement here and investing necessarily, but growth is the ultimate goal of the whole picture, right? As a whole for us all. So by correcting our spending behavior and making changes with our budget and being fully aware of our finances, the whole goal is for us to grow our money so that we're not worried about our money when we're 70 and We have to depend on our kids or on the state or something like that. So with that, also, this is not a one size fits all. Okay. So I'm going to be answering things like high level here and your numbers are your numbers. I suggest you know them, which of course is taught and trained in the Financial Fixer Academy. All right. So starting with understanding the different types of savings account, I'm going to list six types of savings accounts, traditional or regular savings accounts. This is the one that you're thinking of at all times. When you're thinking of savings account, you're like, okay, I got a checking account at Wells Fargo and it came with a savings account, right? A general, regular, traditional savings account. Those savings accounts are not always ideal, but 99% of us that have a checking account do have a savings account attached. And so most of us have a regular traditional savings account. So it's the most common, but it's not always the most ideal for your money. The next one is high yield savings account. Um, These are banks or credit unions that you can find online, and they have a very high yield compared to a regular traditional savings account, okay? The next one is a money market account. This is very similar to a high yield savings, and it operates a lot of the same, except you can find them at local banks and credit unions and also international banks. So number four is a CD account. And I call this time deposit. So basically what a CD is, a quick investment, if it's like something 
you know, like it has a time, it has a term date of when it matures, right? It's a time deposit and it is a little bit of a risk, but teeny tiny. And it has a higher yield most of the time than a high yield savings or a money market. Okay. And with that, it's like, you know, it could be three years, it could be five years. How long are you open to leaving your money to where you can't touch it? You won't be able to touch it while it's in this deposit for a certain amount of time. Okay. So a cash management account, I call this a brokerage holding, which those are like temporary accounts where they oftentimes can get interest and, and grow. But at the same time, like they're really for like kind of holding in a bucket so that it's for investing. So like a broker is getting ready to invest and diversify your money. They're going to put it into these stocks and these money market accounts and maybe into some mutual funds, good growth stock mutual funds. They're making decisions on what they're going to do with your money. And it's, so it's kind of like in a holding tank. Those can bear interest, but it's not usually that much. But again, those are very temporary and it's not something that you want to hold your money in for long. All right. And then there's specialty savings accounts, like so specific goals, such as kids college fund. All right. So today we're going to focus on three of them, traditional or regular savings accounts, high yield savings accounts, and money market accounts. So about the traditional and or sa regular savings, the, the good thing about them is that you, they're good for temporary targets. They're good for small savings goals, such as sinking funds, things like that. Like if you just are moving money around, uh, they're good for envelope systems. Small businesses may use them. I, I use a regular savings for my OPEX and for, because it's money that's constantly going in and out. So the, the bad part, or maybe it's bad for you if you're wanting to save your for your emergency fund or your oh shit fund. There's a very teeny tiny return on most of them, okay, on any traditional or regular savings account. It's very rare to get a good return on any regular savings account. Also, large sinking funds like kids college example or a big event like a wedding. Say you need to save $30,000. Oh god, that makes me lose my breath thinking about $30,000 for a wedding, but anyways, some people that's, that's a thing, right? So if that's a large sinking fund and it's taking time to save for that, like say a year or two years, or maybe three years, depending on where you're at and your circumstances and whatever the case, this would not be good for that. Okay. Some kind of money market or a high yield savings account would make sense. Hey, hey, I just wanted to pop in here real quick to tell you about my free community. If you're not a Financial Fixer community member yet, now's the time. This is where my podcast listeners and followers of the Fixer Money Method are coming together and having the conversation about money. You know, the money talk that's not easy to do out in the general population and in many cases at home and in our inner circles. I do trainings and share access to resources in my community that I don't share anywhere else. Best of all, it's free. So grab the link in the show notes to the Financial Fixer community over on Facebook and be sure to tell them that the Financial Fixer podcast sent you. I have a special gift for you if you're a podcast listener. So be sure to mention that when you answer the entry questions. I'll see you on the inside. Next thing. Okay, so I'm going to be talking about next two and three, okay, which is the high yield savings account and also the money market savings account. But I'm going to tell you the difference between the two because they work very similarly, like they're very close, but 
very different at the same time. And I'll share the differences. But high yield savings account is it pays a much higher interest rate, usually even much higher than a money market account. All right. But you have transfer limits, transfer limits and few if any, accounts let you directly spend money. So like, for example, with a money market, which I'll, I'll go ahead and give the definition, it gives you more access to your money in the form of direct checking, ATM withdrawals, but it will generally provide a lower interest rate. Okay, so there's pros and cons of either of them. However, the main difference between the two is one is highly accessible and the other is less accessible. So high yield savings accounts, the good part, this might be good for you if you want to earn more on your money. All right. If you like online banking, less minimums are required. You can get the same rate no matter the minimum balance. Okay. So if you have $1,000 in there, you get the same rate of return, right? So that's the, the positive. And the fees, there's a lot less monthly fees for, for you to hold your money um, in a high yield savings account. Now with money markets that are local, there's also a lot that you can find that don't have fees as well, but you have to be careful because there could be some cases where you would incur fees. So maybe the bad thing is no local branches or very few Typically, they're found online, as I said. There's less access to your funds, so the transfers are also slower, and there's less ATM access, if any. Oftentimes, you know, like an online bank, they'll have like specific ATMs that you can go to for no fees, like a foreign ATM fee, or like, for example, they'll charge you the fee, and then at the end of the month, as a perk, they'll give you back the fees for your ATM fees. For the money market, uh, accounts. Higher return on your money. Yes. Not as high as the high yield savings usually, but you also get faster access, local banks, ATMs, and quick transfers. There's just more that you can do with your money. And maybe it's if you're someone that's less risk averse or you need access faster to your money, this would be the better option. However, we're also talking about savings accounts potentially that you're not touching frequently. So to me, a high yield savings account may make more sense even still just to keep you from touching it. So money markets are offered not only locally, right? They're offered on online banks as well. So you've got just a lot of options for money market accounts. Um, some of the bad things is the higher minimum deposit requirements, right? So some money markets, they won't open you up at all if they if you don't have a minimum of like 5,000, for example. It really depends on the bank and you know what their rules are, but they may not even open it up if you don't have a minimum of a certain amount, right? I wanted to talk about the tiered interest rates though, because that's kind of important. For instance, I'm with Achieve a Credit Union and I'm, I have a money market and there's tiered rates in the money market accounts. So if your balance is 25K, 2.5 interest rate. If your balance is 50K, 3.25 interest rate. If your balance is 75K, 4% interest rate, so on and so forth. So again, if you drop below those balances, you will get the lower rate for as long as it takes you to go back up above the, the, the next tier. So also possible fees, like withdrawal limits, for example. So they may have like where a rule where you can only withdraw from your money market account five times in a month. And if you go over five times, then you get fees incurred. The reason they you, you know, will uh, limit you is because they want you to leave more money in there, obviously, because they make money and you also make money. And you know what I mean? Like it's better banking for, for them. So they, they want you to have higher balances in those accounts. So 
talk about action steps. How much do you currently have and what is it for, right? So what makes sense for you? Does it make sense for you even to go to like a more high yield savings or are you at the point where you're just working on your small emergency fund. The next thing is to pick up the phone. So action task for today is to pick up the phone though, like literally, like it doesn't matter your situation. Pick up the phone. If you have a savings account, I don't care where it's at, pick up the phone and find out if you're getting your optimal, like maximizing your savings that you currently have and ask someone there if you should go to another savings account, if you have more than a thousand dollars anyway, or if they have other savings options, see if there's something that you can do. A question about your current savings account. And also also ask yourself, am I currently with the right bank in the first place? Your current bank, are you happy with them? Are they serving you? Should you consider a credit union if that option is available to you? Should you consider going online? I've heard so many, especially entrepreneurs, tell me that they're just so so happy with the way their, their banking works with online banks, right? So, and this might make sense for you. I personally like local credit unions, but an online bank might make sense. Like I hear Chime is really good. But again, for your personal finances, I don't really recommend online banking unless that, you know, like you're in a rural area or something or you're a nomad. I mean, I work with nomads too, where you're just like all over the map. So you don't really need a local bank. So online banking would make sense, right? So answer that question for yourself and pick up the phone and make a phone call. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.